In marketing and in business, communicating your message clearly in a way that connects quickly with your ideal customer is critical. And when we consider the massive amounts of noise online, getting your message noticed is now more difficult than ever. But still, so many marketers are continuing to push out message after message that is failing to connect without any real clarity on why an audience should even care. Therefore, by understanding the power of the simple ABT story framework that you'll learn in today's episode, you'll be setting your marketing and communications up for clarity and success. It's episode 214 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Let's go. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends, and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. We did have a little gap in episodes last week, so hopefully you didn't miss me too much, but we are back today with another interview episode, and I can't wait to share both the guests that I have today and also the coming episodes. We've got some gold lined up for you, really looking forward to the episodes that are coming out over the next little while. Today's episode is actually highly practical. So you're going to want to get a notepad and pen, and I know that you're probably going to want to practice some of what we talk about in today's episode for your own business or for your clients' businesses after today's episode. So I can't wait to hear what you take away from this episode as we break down the ABT story framework with my guest, Park Howell. Park Howell is known as the world's most industrious storyteller, helping leaders of purpose-driven brands grow by as much as 600%. He's had over 35 years in brand creation, including 20 years running his own ad agency in Phoenix, Arizona. And he was recognized among the top 10 impact companies in Arizona by the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce. Park is the founder of The Business of Story, a proven platform based on his 10-step story cycle system, which clarifies your story, amplifies your impact, and simplifies your life. He also hosts his popular weekly Business of Story podcast, which is ranked among the top 10% of the most downloaded podcasts in the world. And he wrote a book in 2020, which he released called Brand Bewitchery, how to wield the story cycle system to craft spellbinding stories to your brand. And that book helps readers clarify their brand story and teaches how to tell it through three proven narrative frameworks to captivate audiences and convert customers. Now, you may remember if you've been listening to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast for a very long time, you may have come across Park Howell before because he was first on the show all the way back in 2017 in episode 13. Now, at that stage, this podcast was called the Engage With Story podcast, and I invited Park on to share his story cycle system. It was a super interesting episode where he kind of uh, coached me through developing my own brand story for Engage Video Marketing. And now 
It's the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, and we're over 200 episodes later, and Park has recently released his latest book, The Narrative Gym for Business, so I just had to have him back on the show to share more. In particular, I wanted to dive in to the ABT, or And But Therefore framework, which he talks about in his latest book. And it's a framework that I used to write the opening to this episode today, so you can go back and have a listen to that. And as you'll hear in this episode, it's a super simple and highly effective framework, but there is some nuance to how to implement it properly to make it work for you and your audience. Therefore, you need to keep listening to this show. (laughs) Did you hear what I did there? Okay, here it is, my interview with Park Howell as we break down the ABT storytelling framework for video marketing. Park Howell, welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Ben, thank you very much. I can't believe it's been three years, four years since you yeah, and I last four spoke. Years. Just and, over four and years congratulations now. on your show. You are what, up to what number of episodes? 200 and something? 214 episodes. This is episode 214. Yeah, that takes a lot of work, a lot of passion, a lot of dedication, and my hat's off to you because most people won't do that. You know, the reason why I do this show and have done it for the last 214 episodes is exemplified by this conversation today because I get to bring on interesting people that I think add value to my life but also add value to to the listeners of this show. So that's why I do this. And that's why I wanted to bring you back onto the show because you were back in episode 13 of the show, back when the show was called the Engage With Story podcast, where we focused much more on storytelling. Now we focus much more on video marketing as a as an art form. And uh, back then you talked about your story cycle process. So I do encourage people to go and have a listen to episode 13 back in the archives. But today I'm excited to kind of bring you back on and, and share some of some of the new direction that you're going um, and and particularly the focus of your your new book as well. But before we get to that, Park, can you just fill us in? What's happened in the world of Park Howell and, and Business of Story and, and your podcast in the last four years? Well, it has been a wild ride. As you may have heard, we have a pandemic going on over here in America. Uh, so that's kind of, oh, wait a minute. You have the same one over there too. So that's pretty much throwing everything for a loop. Uh, but it's been a really exciting ride. Business was go, you know, going gangbusters. And then Ben, I got to tell you, it hit the blocks when COVID hit. Uh, a lot of my speaking engagements got shut down, uh, went a couple months of being very quiet out there. And then I really picked up my virtual training and workshop business and have been slowly building that back over time. And now that we're, I can't say we're coming out of the pandemic or COVID because of the Delta variant, uh, business has certainly picked up. So that is good. A lot, a lot, a lot of virtual training, um, which is fine, but it's so much more fun to be in person. Um, since we last spoke too in June of last year, right in the thick of COVID, I did publish my very first book, Brand Bewitchery, that teaches yeah. how to use the story cycle system for brand story crafting. And as you know, it's based off Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey, but it's mapped to business. So you can use it as a, as a, as a crafting tool, as a strategy tool to really understand what your 
brand story is all about and how to tell it. And then just most recently, I have launched and co-authored with my good friend, Dr. Randy Olson, the Narrative Gym for Business which is all focused on the and, but, and therefore. And we can get into that a little bit later of how I have learned in my journey with storytelling of taking the very complex that is really hard to pull off in the business world and find the simplicity. And I have found this in the and, but, and therefore, where I now believe all business, all video storytelling begins. I love that. You've set up the intrigue as to this framework and we will get into it. We're going to focus the episode around that. But before we do, Park, I want to just ask you, what role do you think storytelling has in business in 2021? So, you know, I think we, every listener to this podcast is aware of the power of story and particularly in the role of storytelling in business. But do you think as communications changed, as the way we do business has adapted over the last you know, 18 months. Do you think that story has more or less of a role? It has way more of a role. And here is precisely why. And we hear this from the people we're working with. We're working with a lot of sales teams now to help them in the crafting of their stories. And I'm talking, you know, here in the States with the Home Depot, Banner Health, Medela Healthcare, some large, large companies, the U.S. Army working with their um, health and research uh, uh, commands. And here's the thing that we've learned and we hear over and over again, Ben, is people are really suffering from what they're terming cognitive load meaning their brains can only handle so much information, so much stress, so much open loop storytelling that it has to close that loop. And the primary reason why that is and why your question is so pertinent right now is pandemic brain. Uh, there are a lot of research out there that we are all suffering this. And here's what pandemic brain is. Our limbic system, where we make meaning out of the madness of being human beings and our subconscious, we don't even realize it's going on back there, is fabulously wired for fight and flight responses if a saber-toothed tiger were to come around the corner or a grizzly bear. It fires in. We know what to do immediately to save our souls. Well, with the pandemic... We don't, it, it has never seen anything like this. There are so many open loops. Do I fight? Do I flight? Do I get a vaccine? Do I not get a vaccine? Can I trust the authorities? Can I trust the CDC? They say this, someone else says that. There are so many open loops that our cognitive load of our limbic system where all of our storytelling impacts, the decisions that our, our, our uh, prospects make, they're so overrun that it is affecting the executive function or our prefrontal cortex where our planning takes place, where our decision-making takes place, where we scrutinize things. And so we tend to put things off. We tend to procrastinate. We tend to not say yes. Story, we have found when you simply and clearly close that story loop for your audience so they don't have to is the number one secret weapon in business communication, especially now. Yeah, 100%. Really well framed. I think that the important thing is said there is the way that story can, can make complex ideas simple or communicate them simply. 
And that's what I love about this ABT or and button therefore framework is it is very simple and, you know, maybe not super simple in the implementation, but the concept is very simple. So, you know, we'll get to that. Um, absolutely. But, you know, I know many of our listeners uh, of this show are familiar with narrative frameworks of various sorts, you know, from, you know, the story arc that you would have learnt in probably school, right? Um, where you have this idea of, you know, exposition and then, you know, rising tension and then a climax and then resolution, you know, narrative structure and maybe people are also familiar with Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey and so on. So in a business context, where, where do you see narrative structure playing out as opposed to, I suppose the converse of that is non-narrative structure, right? So, you know, what's, what's the role of narrative structure in a business context? Well, non-narrative structure is and, 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 and I am going to bore you to death. And Ben, I'd ask your listeners, when was the last time you were bored into buying anything? That's what non-narrative structure does. Narrative structure, especially with the and button, therefore, is a setup, problem, resolution, framework that you can actually share in a message in under 20 seconds that plays specifically to the limbic system in our brain, which is a cause and effect problem solution system. And you're doing that by by providing that narrative framework. Now, I am a big believer in Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey. I bought into it back in 2004. In fact, I wrote my first book around it. Like I said, when I mapped it to business, I think it's a good strategy tool. I don't think it's necessarily a good storytelling tool, just like the Pixar way. You will hear that. Oh, just do the Pixar way and you'll be a fabulous storyteller. And some of the other frameworks, they are too complicated. I have learned that. I have studied the complication of it. I you know, tried to simplify it for business and it has worked with the story cycle system. Absolutely. Brands have grown by 600% with it. But what I have learned is that the story cycle system is not particularly good to teach you how to become a better storyteller because you're not a screenwriter. You're a business executive. You're a content creator. You're a video producer. So you are a storyteller, but so is every other homo sapien on the planet. We are intuitive storytellers. I want you to become intentional. And I have found that it starts by making it even simpler. So where I took the 12 to 17 step hero's journey, boiled it down to 10 steps. I thought that was simpler. It wasn't. I learned the five primal elements of a short story for big impact, which is simpler and works really, really well. But I want everyone to start with just the three words of and, but, and therefore, because when you understand how to create these ABTs and craft them, your narrative intuition will grow. And what I mean by that, Ben, is no longer are you going to and, 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 and your people to death. You are going to give them a setup, a statement or agreement, but you're going to insert the problem that you're going to help them solve for that creates that story tension, that open loop. And then you are going to close that loop with your therefore, your conclusion, your act three on how you are there to help them. And can I give you a quick example, Ben, and I'll use you with this. Yeah, Um, go for it. 
an example of what happens when we don't do a good job with our story structure of setup problem resolution and we leave that story loop open for our audience to close it on their own you know what yeah. let, can i demonstrate what happens when we do that and we do that all the time when we're not following a practical story structure like the end button therefore so all right ben i'm going to put you to the test okay have you heard about Ernest Hemingway's shortest story ever written. Have you heard this bit? I do. It's like four four words or something, it's, right? It's six words. And, and six the words. setup to it, if you could believe Wikipedia, is he was sitting in a bar uh, one night with his mates and he bet them $10 that he could make each of them cry in just six words, which then became the shortest story ever told. So let me, let me share this story with you, Ben. It is for sale, baby shoes, never worn an open loop story so let me ask you right now why were those baby shoes never worn yeah i mean there's countless examples but i think your mind goes to the fact that maybe the baby was never born right or the baby or died yeah died died early yeah but why is that you know you 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 make such a great point there are countless examples why couldn't it be that their mom came home and with brand new baby shoes. She was so happy, but she had, did not anticipate how healthy her baby was and how quickly it had grown. And she couldn't yeah. take the baby shoes back, so she's going to sell them. What? That's yeah, a perfectly countless, plausible countless answer. Non-sad examples as well, right? Did anybody? Yeah, but no. I guarantee you, if not one hundred percent of your listeners uh, did not land on the idea that that baby had died, then they probably weren't listening. And here's what I find so fascinating. And I've learned this through a number of different resources is you and I, our brains want to have finality. It hates ambiguity. It hates confusion. So if we are being ambiguous and confusing, then it is going to close the story loop and make something up. And it will almost always catastrophize or lead to the worst case scenario to close that story loop. Why do you think that is, Ben? I think that's probably, you know, the amygdala, the limbic system at play, kind of, you know, just looking for or being uh, conscious of the worst case scenario that potentially is going to hurt us, right? Something like that. Am I, it, am I close? You are close, but, but why you study that a little bit more? Um, people believe the brain wants absolute closure. So we could come up with a hundred different positive story endings to that story, but they're too ambiguous. They're too still open in their own way, but there is one certain closure. The baby's dead. Yeah. We default to worst case scenario. So when you get ghosted, you know, that feeling of an open story loop, you don't know why you're being ghosted. Don't you make up the worst case scenario? That person's a yeah. jerk. They don't like me anymore. Uh, I pissed them off somehow versus maybe they're just really busy. <laughs> maybe they <laughs> didn't get it and there's still opportunity. Maybe they like it so much they're sharing it with their boss and their boss has been out a little bit. And I mean, there's all kinds of positive ways of closing that loop, but our brain doesn't want to do that because it's not uh, there's no finality to it. It wants that closed story loop. That's why it is so important today, especially in this day and age of cognitive load and this pandemic brain that we're all dealing with that is burning up all of these calories trying to figure out the open loop of COVID and what I'm supposed to do about it, 
you and I and everybody listening as a video producer, storyteller, sales and marketing storyteller, you have to close that loop and you have to make it as simple for it to be digested, your message to be digested by your audience by serving it up in setup problem resolution using the ABT to begin with. I love it. That's so interesting. So what is the ABT? Can you give us a, you mentioned it can be like as simple as a 20 second example. Can you give us a 20 second ABT example and then let's break it down. Let's talk about it. I'm going to give you my Ernest Hemingway shortest ABT ever written example. Okay. Most executives communicate and care, but bore. Therefore, tell a story. Okay. Now you could even say and add on to that. Therefore, tell a story to hack through the noise and hook the emotional hearts of your audiences where all their real buying decisions are being made. If you really want to close that loop. But the idea here, Ben, is you have... Uh, And it actually goes in the face, flies in the face of what everybody's told. And that is start with the problem. Well, you want to start in your mind with the problem. But when you communicate the ABT, you don't want that first sentence to be about the problem. You want it to be about what they want, what your audience wants, what a brighter future looks like to them so that you can validate where they are in the world. It also makes you really research and understand who they are, what they want, and why it is important to them. Raise the stakes. Why is this important to them? Then you introduce the problem, but they don't have it because of this. Therefore, I am going to help you get it by doing this, this, and this. It's perfect setup problem resolution, act one, act two, act three, and what it does with that one trigger word of but, it keeps you from and, 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 anding your audience through exposition to death. You get one and, you get one but, and you get one therefore. Love it. That's so cool. So it sounds to me like the your opening there before the and is about the, the audience or I guess maybe the hero of the story. Am I yep. interpreting that right? You kind of start by talking about, who it is you're trying to communicate to. Totally. I mean, think about how many times you have a brand start about them and how great they are and whatever, and then they immediately did try to go in and, and sell you. I mean, there's no story structure there. It's non-narrative. It's blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. So let's actually create a, an ABT for you and your show. All right, Ben? So who is your audience? And you're going to write this to you. You know, you as your audience. Who, who is your, your listeners? Can I preempt this a little bit? Because before we got on the call, I had a crack <laughs> at writing an ABT. Even better. And I want you to dissect this. All right. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it out to you. And we're recording on Zoom now for those listening. So I've just put it in the chat for you just now, Puck. Um, oh, I'm sure, okay, I'm sure I've made up. mistakes here, okay? So now, there, there are no mistakes. There are no perfect ABTs and there are no mistakes. They just take practice, practice, practice. All right. So you All go right, ahead let's and read see how it. I went. Let me read yeah. it out. Okay. And right. I'll emphasize the and button therefore for, for our listeners. So, and I've, I've created this ABT for basically for my business, right? As a video marketing agency, but it also ties into, to our listeners as well. So here we go. Your business needs to build connections with your ideal customers And video marketing is one of the most powerful ways to do that online. But 
Just doing video for video's sake and hoping that you get a return on investment is not enough. Therefore, you need a video marketing strategy that ensures you're using the right video at the right time in the right way in order to move your audience to take the right action. All there you right. go. How'd I do? Ben, nicely done. Nicely done. So let's do a couple things here. Um, your business, I always like to keep it as human as possible. And now you're putting it, even though you're saying you're, you're attaching it to an organization of, you know, for business. What if you just said you, you know, you, yeah, you want to build connections with your ideal customers. It says you're in business. Sure. But, yeah. You know, so now it's humanized. You're not talking about an entity. You're talking about an individual, right? So that's the okay. first yeah, thing. Yeah, I like that is like, think about the person, not the entity. You need to build connections with your ideal customer. And video marketing is one of the most powerful ways to do that online. Okay, so here you are making an, a created, or sharing an, an opinion or an assertion by saying that video marketing is one of the most powerful ways to do that online. Maybe your audience doesn't necessarily agree with that. Maybe they do, right. but what you don't want to do in your and statement is suggest or, and, and be too opinionated. You want to really know your audience and you may know this as a fact, but you might read that at, um, differently. Uh, and I'm going to just totally wing it here. Um, yeah. You need to build connections with your ideal customers. Um, and one way of doing that is with a powerful video marketing strategy. And I'm going to come back to why I'm putting marketing strategy right up here. Um, okay. So what, and so you're just suggesting one way is they can go. Yeah, you're right. One way is, but I can also do it. This is, yeah, yeah. But just then you said, but the problem here, but just doing video for video's sake and hoping that you get a return on investment is not enough, you know, but without a strategy, your videos will not connect. Okay. The way they could. So now you are really playing up this singular narrative about video strategy. That is really actually the main topic, the singular narrative. Nothing in this ABT makes sense except in the light of video strategy. And I see that down in your therefore, therefore you need a video marketing strategy. Right there, you're introducing it. So what I want you to do is introduce this idea of the, the importance of a video strategy up top but you don't have one and therefore you're not connecting. Therefore, I'm going to help you get one. Uh, we do this thing called the conversational ABT where you take something, your very first ABTs are typically written as an informational one. They're long. They're a little bit more verbose than you want. And that's totally cool because you got to get your ideas down. And so it's like the three little bears, you know, this one is too long. The next one is going to be too short and you're going to arrive at the exactly right size one. So you started with an informational one here. And now, Ben, if you were just to sit across from someone and say it as matter-of-factly and vacuously as possible, how might this ABT read? And this is always kind of a, this, this is a little bit of a parlor game here. And, and I'll explain how it would read in a second. And you'll say, that's so stupid, Park. That doesn't make sense, but I'll show you why. But if okay. you could stupefy this and make it as vacuous as possible, how would this ABT read? Do you want me to have a crack at yes, sir. reading the simplified version that you just helped me work out? 
Okay, let's see how this goes. So I, th- I think I like this. I think it's really simplified down. So hopefully you're following along, those listeners at home. Uh, so you need to build connections with your ideal customers. And one way of doing that is with video marketing. But without a strategy, your videos will not connect the way they could. Therefore, you need a video marketing strategy. Is that... Like All right. Simple so now. now you're getting close to that just right ABT for one particular audience. So we're going to come back to that in a second. There's you could reframe that for a different audience and, and remind me, Ben, to clarify that. I'm going to ask you to get even simpler with this. And this is a great way to build them. So your listeners out there, as they're writing their ABT, they start with that long winded informational one and then they want to go the exact opposite. So here's what a conversational ABT is. You need a marketing, a video marketing strategy, but you don't have a video marketing strategy. Therefore, I'm going to give you a video marketing strategy. Okay. It's vacuous, right? It's like, duh. But what you are doing is setting up problem solution. You know, Um, success requires, and maybe it's like success requires a video marketing strategy, but you don't have a video marketing strategy. Therefore, I'm going to give you a video marketing strategy. All right, from that, now you could start a presentation at Social Media Marketing World anywhere in front of 600 people, and you could actually start your presentation with that conversational ABT. Everybody in the room is going to know what you're there to talk about. And they're going to actually kind of thank you for it. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying you necessarily should do that, but you certainly could do it. So then you expand that into you've, you've gotten your long form informational ABT and like, okay, that's too long and clunky. So what am I really trying to say? You need a marketing strategy. You don't have a marketing strategy. I'm going to give you a marketing strategy. All right. So that's too vacuous. Then you arrived at what you just read. Now that particular ABT talking about audiences is good for someone who is considering video marketing and they know it's probably a part of their overall marketing mix, but maybe they're not doing it yet. How would you reframe that ABT to someone who is doing video marketing and they're frustrated because it's not working? Yeah. So uh, you would say something, and I'm just completely winging this here, but you would say something like um, you're uh, producing videos for your business and they're getting some traction, but without a clear marketing strategy, you don't know what's working and why. Therefore, you need a video marketing strategy. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, but you see how it's simple, but it's hard, isn't it? And yet what it it does is get you really focused on the set of problem resolution dynamic that our limbic system, pandemic brain, exhausted brain loves because it doesn't have to work for it. And you are closing the story loop. You might say something like, um, um, you know how powerful video is, uh, can be for your business because you're using it. And you're hoping to have way more success. Yeah, and you're hoping to have it be very successful. But it's not currently because you don't have the proper strategy in place. Therefore, we are going to work to make sure that strategy, you know, da, 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 da. So these are people that have already bought in. They know they've seen it, you know, with working with other people. It's just not working for them because they don't have that strategy in place. Therefore, I'm going to bring that strategy in. That's the beautiful thing about an ABT 
is you could create one, just an overarching brand ABT for you and your brand, uh, Ben. And then depending on who your audience is, you tweak it, placing them at the center of the story at the beginning of it. What do they want? And why is it important to them? But why don't they have it? Therefore, yeah. I'm here to get it. And what it does is it makes you really have to research, understand, and empathize with your audience. And then by placing them in it at the very beginning, you at the very end as their mentor or guide, they say, God, you get me. You understand what I'm going through. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you have my attention. Let's talk. Yeah, cool. I'm interested to unpack the the but sentence there or the but ah, phrase, the right? But. Because you, you've mentioned a couple of times that you've said the but, which is like the, you know, the pain, I guess. Um, but you've also added in a because a few times as well. So does but go with because in that section of the ABT? Is that a common thing? Well, let's start with the but. So Randy Olson, my co-author on our new book, The Narrative Gym for Business, which is a 75-page guide all about crafting the end button, therefore, he was the guy that introduced me to the ABT back in 2013, so almost 10 years ago. Randy is a Harvard PhD evolutionary biologist turned filmmaker, USC film school, produced three documentaries, has written five books teaching scientists how to use what he learned about storytelling so that they could communicate their big ideas for grant proposals, for news media, and for us commoners out there to understand you know, these big thinkers and what they're thinking. When I saw the ABT for the first time from my background in branding and marketing sales, it was like, wow, this is like the DNA of story. I mean, this is where all storytelling begins. And I shared that with Randy and he goes, oh, darn it. I'm the PhD evolutionary biologist here. I should have come up with a DNA of story, but you did. Anyways, <laughs> taking the complex to simple. What we have learned, and we've been teaching this to a lot of scientific folks, and I've been teaching in the business world, is but is the single most powerful word in the English language because it indicates a change in direction, a change in plot, a twist. What it does is it tweaks that limbic system that's saying something just happened. You better pay attention to it because you are going to have to adjust. Now, one of the big Fallacies, again, we hear in business and sales is never, ever, ever use the word but. And that is true in leadership. When, say, for instance, Ben, you're my boss, and I worked for you for a year, and you call me in for my annual review. You say, Park, you know, everybody really likes you here. Your contributions are amazing, and, and people really enjoy working with you. But... <laughs> So what has happened? You have just negated everything that you have said, and now you are like ready to tear me down. And so everything you said before that to me is not truthful. Well, that's true in leadership development. But in sales, when you are trying to get a prospect to change their way of thinking, and you begin with what it is they want and why it's important to them, that but is the single most powerful word you can use to trigger that brain that says, wow, we've got conflict here. We've got contradiction here. We have a change in plot. You're right. I want this, but I don't have it. Golly, Ben, what are you going to do to help me get it? So that's number one. That's why but is so important. And people also ask me, do I have to have an and? Do I have to have a but? Do I have to have a therefore? No, 
but write them first with an and button, therefore, because it gets your story structure down of set up problem resolution. And then you, maybe you don't need that and. Maybe you just have a sentence and you go right to the but. Um, but use the but. I mean, you can use yet, you can use however, you can use other softer words that indicate a change in direction, but why would you? But yeah. is the word, but is the yeah. thing that triggers that limbic system. Now, to answer your because question is, I like to clarify, and you don't have to in the but, but you want to say, but here's the problem, here's the what that we're talking about, but you have no strategy because, or, or actually in this case, but you're not connecting, you're not effective because you have no strategy. You know, what do you want a strategy for? I want a strategy so I can connect with my customers and convert them to long-term customers, right? But you're not connecting because you don't have a strategy. So the because I throw in there, it just helps delineate and helps understand, helps the audience understand what that real problem is. Don't always have to use it, but it's good as the writer to throw the because in. Um, there's one other thing, and now we're getting into ABT 301, but we'll throw it out there. And, and I'm going to confuse your listeners to just to go and get them to buy the book. It's $7.99. It won't break the bank. It'll make you a fortune. The Narrative Gym for Business. This other clause that we have learned works really well is the if-then clause. You can use it in the and statement. You can use it in the but statement sometimes in the therefore statement in your conclusion, but it's, it's, you want this. Let me, let me just wing one for you, Ben. So you, I mean, Hazel, that's my dog barking, no barking. So, or that's my head barking right now. <laughs> so you, you are in video marketing and if you have your strategy down, then the sky's the limit with what you can achieve. But you don't have it down. <laughs> but you have no strategy. or But you have an incorrect strategy because you haven't thought through such and such. Therefore, I am here to help you do this. So it's this if-then clause that can help you even clarify your and statement of agreement. You can use it in your but statement of agreement. Sometimes in your therefore statement of agree, uh, or your but statement of problem, sometimes using your therefore statement of resolution. But I found that that kind of muddies the waters. You can just go, therefore, I'm going to do this for you. So that's that's uh, a, ABT 201 is the what and how. ABT 301 is the if then. Today, sounds to me like all that, I want that your list. audience to take away is and but therefore. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds to me like the if then is kind of increasing the stakes, right? You can use that can. to kind of increase the stakes yeah. or maybe add further context to the problem set up and, and so on. And I, I absolutely, absolutely hear you on the idea of, I think having the if then in the therefore is probably reducing the impact of the solution that you're providing with the therefore, you know, which is really, I guess, from a business communications, that's the call to action, right? That's the... That's the call to arms, you know, I think, if I'm interpreting it that totally correctly. It totally is. It is. And it's what closes that story loop. So if you leave out any one of these elements, you are leaving your audience with an open story loop, and they're going to close it for you. And it's probably going to be a horror story that you did not intend, unless you intentionally tell a story and close that loop. So think about that. 
if I just show up and and, 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 and you to death, it's non-narrative. There's actually no real story loop in there. And people are going to close their own loop, say, you're boring me to hell. I'm out of here. If you go and and but, and you really do a nice job of setting that up, but you don't deliver, therefore, well, they will close that story loop. You're going to assume that they are going to land on what you want them to land on. Chances are they're not going to. They're going to, they're going to catastrophize or worst case scenario of it. If you start yeah. with the but, as so many people do with the problem right up top, you have not sufficiently set it up with what is it that they want and why is it important to them? So it becomes an opinion or an assertion because what you believe the problem is may not really be the problem that they see that they're dealing with. So also now you have set up this uh, adversarial role of like, they're like, oh yeah, smarty, go ahead and prove it to me. Yeah. Again, an open story loop. That's what I love about the ABT. It works on your narrative intuition of setup, problem resolution that our limbic system loves. I love that. Yeah, so good. And I absolutely recommend people pick up pick up the book as well. We'll have a link in the show notes for this episode. I just, uh, you know, as we start to wrap up here, Park, for our listeners who, who are potentially thinking about now using this framework to actually craft a video, right? So a brand video or a video to communicate something for a business. How do you see this playing out in say video scripts or video development? Have you had experience directly with that? Yeah. So, you know, I ran in my ad agency for 20 years, Ben, and I did a whole ton of corporate video work and TV commercials, and that sort of thing. And I wished I had known about this then because number one, it keeps you from fumbling around to try to find out what is my core theme here. So the first thing a video producer, writer, creator wants to do is take an ABT, understand the audience, what it is they want, why they don't have it, and therefore how your video is going to explain to them how they're going to get it. Write that ABT, keep it as short and succinct as you possibly can. And in it, you will find your one word theme, your singular narrative that will take you throughout that long form video. So that's number yeah. one. It gets you super, super focused. It makes you research your audience, what they care about, why they don't have it and how you're there to help them get it. Then you know how it is when you're producing videos, you may have that one problem narrative that you are, are working through, but you might have two or three or four different support points that help make that overall problem really you know, resonate with your audience. So every time I'm about to introduce, or every time I do introduce a new support point, I introduce it with its own ABT and to make sure that it is in support of my overarching ABT, because what you're doing is setting the stage for your audience so they don't have to work for it. You're telling them exactly what the problem and solution is you're going for. And then you can elaborate on that through the little stories you tell throughout the videos to make your business points for you. So it's like nested ABTs. You start with one that's the overall overarching theme for the video. Then every time you have a new support point, drop in an ABT to introduce that support point and make sure that it is in support of your overarching ABT. I love it. I think we could keep going for hours on this and we've already, I think, <laughs> gone into This has been a masterclass in the framework, in the ABT framework. But I do know that a lot of this has gone into in a lot of great detail with very clear examples in, in your book that people can pick up. So thank you so much for this. This has been super valuable and I know it's going to be firing the, the 
not only the limbic system, but also the <laughs> neocortex of our listeners here today as they start to really process this and think about how they can bring that into the work that they're doing uh, in their businesses as well. So, Park, this has been super cool. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Obviously, the Business of Story is your podcast. Everyone go and subscribe to that. Um, and is there, is there a core place for people to go? Yeah, the businessofstory.com is great. Um, and as you've learned here, the ABT is unbelievably powerful, but you got to practice it. Therefore, I want your listeners to also know about a very short online course I have called the ABTs of Selling, which is the perfect companion piece to the Narrative Gym for Business. It's under 18 minutes long, so it doesn't take very long. It's only 35 bucks, so it doesn't cost you hardly anything. And I will take you step-by-step step through each of the and, but, and therefore demonstrate it to you in action in a lot of different business environments, and then ask you to send me your ABT, and I will coach you uh, via email for free as a part of the overall course. So I'd love to throw that in there. You can find it all at businessofstory.com. How's that, guys? You can get some coaching with Park like you've just heard on the podcast here for just 35 bucks for that course. Now, that is a bargain. So I encourage you to go and do that, guys. All the links we'll have in the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash 214. Park Hal, we'll have to get you back on in another 200 episodes or maybe, <laughs> maybe sooner than that, hey? <laughs> well, Ben, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed speaking with you today. Heaps of fun. Thanks, Park. All right. Thanks again to Park for joining me again on the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. What an episode. I really enjoyed that conversation, as you probably gathered from the way I was engaged in just figuring this thing out, this ABT framework. I actually love this framework. And the more I work with it and on it and help our clients work with this kind of framework, the the more I respect the, the nuance and power of framing messaging around the ABT. So I would love to hear from you. What did you get from today's episode? Reach out to me at engage underscore Ben. And uh, yeah, let me know what you took away from today's episode. All the links to Park's book and his his course that we mentioned there, the ABT framework uh, course, is at the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash 214. This is episode 214, so you go to engagevideomarketing.com slash 214. We'll give you all the links to all the show notes, um, to the show notes and the links that we shared in this episode. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. You're awesome. I appreciate you for spending some time to develop as a video marketer and as a business leader that I know you are. Once again, I'm your host, Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing. I appreciate you for spending some time with us here today. Take care and I'll be back with you next week. See ya. See ya.